Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sade with Black on Black Rhymes. Step to the mic. People always ask me where I get my confidence from, and I get it from inside. It's an inside thing, y'all. And when it comes to beautiful skin, I rock with Blendia by India, where her motto is, be confident in your skin. She has a variety of naturally made soaps to keep you smelling good, hair products for long, luscious, healthy hair, and even beer products for men. You know, we got to keep those struggle beers away. So visit BlendiaByIndia.com and use promo 2020skin to get 10% off your order. Thank you, Blendia by India, for being a sponsor of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. Hey, this is Butter So Fly of Powerlines Poetry, here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good, so you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com, use a three instead of an E, The website is great, so you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men, too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20, and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dough and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, Sir of the 2020 Podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And today I have a special guest, Miss Tamira of Vegan Soul Sisters. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So, Tamira, before we even get started, let me say thank you for taking time out your day to do this interview. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Awesome. 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 Now, to those listening, Tamira and I have been in contact via one of those new platforms that those young folks be on all the time called uh, TikTok. Um, Stumbled across your page and I was enamored with how nice you were, how fun your page was. And I also noticed that you were an entrepreneur. 
Now, I am. with this podcast, we do love to highlight those in our community that are actually pursuing their dreams. So I reached out, I slid in your DM, and you accepted. So I appreciate you. You shot your business shot, and I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> So here we are. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Tamira, if someone was to ask what Vegan Soul Sisters was about, what would you tell them? Hmm. I would tell them that Vegan Soul Sisters is a community of women of color who come together to admonish one another to encourage one another, um, to help each other make better um, holistic decisions for their lives. Um, I would say that Vegan Soul Sisters is about um, nourishing the whole woman, mind, body, and spirit. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. And how long have this, your business been active? So I began in 2018. Um, I have uh, two children. Well, I don't know what to call them no more. When they become adults, I mean, they steal my kids or whatever, but it just feels, <laughs> you know, like, but so I have two people that I birthed into this world, but they grown as hell. Can I cut? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So my son is 26. My daughter is 23. Mm -hmm. uh, they both have two children apiece. My daughter, however, uh, developed congestive heart failure with her first pregnancy. And it was worsened by her second pregnancy. And I'm going to spare the details of why a person would go into doing it a second time. Because but then my baby, though. So... Um, she developed congestive heart failure. And just a caveat, um, it's not as uncommon for a pregnant woman to develop congestive heart failure. It's actually quite common. Um, but because of the medical system, and particularly the way um, women of color are perceived in the medical system, um, and this isn't mm -hmm. to put down any other race of women, because women period, we all have our issues, right? No matter yeah. the color. Um, but I did personally go through this with my own daughter. They just invalidated the things that was going on with her medically after having her first child. Um, and it forced me to have to step up and come like become doctor mom because I'm looking and I'm like, well, y'all are saying that this is normal. And granted, it's been 115 years since I had my last. Um, but this don't seem normal. Like just as a woman, this don't seem normal. Um, so I had to advocate for her and I had to advocate for her hard in many ways. Anyways, I'm a little off track, but not. So when she developed congestive heart failure, she got put on a slew of medications. And I was like, looking at the medications and I'm like, if congestive heart failure doesn't take her out, the medicine's gonna take her out because it's so harsh on the system. Um, and so it was 
maybe uh, the week that she had uh, surgery, she had a defibrillator implanted into her heart to help in the event that her heart was off rhythm by chance. It would shock it back into rhythm. And at the time I drove school buses in a uh, unnamed county in uh, Georgia. Um, and they actually called me and fired me the day she got out of uh, surgery. And granted, I had been taking a lot of time off. I had because she was always in and out of the hospital. But it was just like super poor timing. Um, am I okay? Oh, no, you're fine. Okay. Um, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay all right god whoever's up there you got a sense of humor this is cute um but of course i had to like mask it all and you know kind of push it to the side because i had to be there to support her she was in pain literally just out of surgery so i went home and i started looking up natural ways that she could um kind of take care of her heart and that's when I came across eating whole food plant-based. And so I went and I talked to her and I was like, look, you know, I've watched this documentary. Why don't you watch this? You know, when you get a chance, blah, blah, blah. I really want to do this. So how about this? I'm going to start. And then you come in after me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let me get my feet wet. And I went on Facebook and I started looking up all these vegan groups and I joined a bunch and um, I was like, there's something missing. Like I started thinking about my experiences that I was having with the transition. Um, Some of them were female type of experiences that I wanted to talk about with other women. And then some of the experiences were um, for color folk only. And because there's a, there's a difference. There's like the, the, the black vegan is a bit different from the Caucasian vegan. And it's not a horrible thing. It just is what it is. Um, and that was a thing not only that I noticed in venturing into looking into groups, but also that is widely talked about in vegan communities. Um, so I was like, I'm going to just create a group because I don't see what I'm looking for in these groups. I don't know why. I didn't look hard. Um, I just... I didn't see it though. So I created a group and I didn't anticipate more than 200 people, if that. And um, I looked up three months later and there were over 10,000 women. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a whole thing. Um, I created a logo. It was like, it was a total shotgun type situation. Like I was not anticipating. Like what happened? I'm still to this day blown. Um, So I created a logo. I um, created some merchandise, started some merchandise. uh, uh, About a year or so later, I wrote a book on transitioning the raw way. And I sell that on my website as well. Um, So yeah, that's, that's how that happened. All right. Oh, wow, you you really actually answered the following question I had after that. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna move to the next one because that's that's kind of cool how 
it started out as something for your daughter to kind of, you know, encourage her to, you know, pursue life. And it blew up into something, you know, for our community. And I'm pretty sure just like, you know, things do happen with health. I'm pretty sure people recognize the genuine, you know, in, in your motive and mm-hmm. flock to it. And I'm sure that's how it blew up. So kudos to you, man. Like you. creating those safe spaces like that is, is needed. It's needed because yeah. we know the black woman is the most hated person, period. So being able to create a space where you can promote health, I'm all for it. So that's dope. Kudos to you. So thank you. I'm going to flip uh, my next question a little bit. So I want to know what obstacles have you encountered? You know, having started, you know, some years ago, what encounters have kind of been like a stepping stone, like, you know, some, some obstacles you've encountered so far? Um, so I've had to be like completely candid and I will, cause I do. Um, none of my, none of my obstacles had anything to do with business per se. Um, hmm. My greatest obstacle in the beginning was again, I lost my job um, when uh, she had living surgery. And a month after, her surgery a month after creating my group um but to tell you how uh you know whatever your belief system is so for me the -hmm. creator the i am for me did such an amazing thing in that time period and i was able to see it almost instantaneously so um i'm home she comes upstairs, we're having a conversation and we talk for about an hour. She goes downstairs, I'm doing vegan soul sister stuff. Her daughter, her oldest comes upstairs and um, I had a loft apartment. And I was like, what are you doing up here? And um, so I think she was one or two at the time. Um, and I would have kept her upstairs with me mm-hmm. if it weren't for the fact that I saw she had my daughter's phone. So when I saw that, I was like, why do you have Autumn's phone? Go back downstairs, give your mommy her phone. Mm. So she starts heading downstairs and I'm screaming out for Autumn, like, why is your baby upstairs? You know, I'm doing the mama thing. She doesn't respond. I'm like, uh, answer me. So then I finally go down to the head lights look in her face and I'm like what is wrong with you why is he? you know I'm kind of going off but then I'm looking like wait something's wrong mm-hmm. so then I pull her and I set her down to X steps and um she wasn't saying anything like she just wasn't responding so I was like oh well maybe she maybe she got shot by her defibrillator long story short she had a stroke um and I don't know when she had the stroke because I, I like the time period that she left my room and I connected with her again. Like, I don't even remember what that time period was. So I don't know how long she'd been out. So she gets to the hospital, gets airlifted to another hospital. I get there because I have to wait for the kid's dad to come and watch them because I have them. So I finally get there. I get into her room and within... 30 minutes of being there, she went from being kind of responsive to not. And um, 
her nurse, who's amazing, Miss Rhonda, I will never forget her, says, I think I'm going to have them scan her again. And she did. She was having another stroke. Oh, goodness. So, if I had not lost my job, I would not have been home, neither for the first stroke or the second stroke. So she would have had two strokes on top of each other at home by herself, and she would not have made that. And I saw that almost instantly. I was like taken aback. Like the thing that I thought was going to crush me, losing my job, losing my source of income, was actually the thing that saved my daughter. Um, so the things that were obstacles for me were more personal they weren't business Um, I ended up getting evicted shortly after that my apartment complex my apartment complex fraudulently signed my papers I was behind on rent one month I lost my job, but it's tax time. So I was waiting for my taxes to come. Boom, taxes be here. I'm about to pay this up for a couple months. I'm going to be good while I look for a place or get this business situation, you know, rolling. Well, I know they fraudulently signed it because it was the week that she was in the hospital. I was never there. Mm. It wasn't even my signature. So she gets out of the hospital from the stroke. She's been in there a little bit over a week. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, I go to Walmart to pick up her um, medication. She calls me a little bit afterwards. I'm having trouble for whatever reason. She calls me a little bit after and tells me that the sheriff are there. And they're putting our things in the parking lot. So... I'm not afforded the opportunity to like break down in any of this because I don't want her to stress. She's just had two strokes. She got two babies. Like there's just a lot going on. So I had like, you know, push all this down. But that just made me go harder. That was the time period that I created my merchandise. It was the time period that I created my logo. paid for my business license. I just dug my heels in. I mean, obviously I had to like hurry up and figure it all out. I got my seven stores, you know, we went and um, we went and uh, got a room and it was tough. Those were the obstacles. It was at that time period, I'm sure I had something to learn in there. I still ain't sat down long enough to quiet myself long enough to understand what that journey was about. I know it was about something, but from a business perspective, I didn't have any obstacles. I wouldn't allow myself to have an obstacle in that area if something even looked like an obstacle because everything else on the left side was just way too damn much. I was like, listen, we are gonna make this work. Um, and I did, I did, I made it work. Um, and I don't even know that it was a thing that I did because honestly, I don't even want to take no credit for it because it wasn't anything that I did. People just started coming out of the woodworks like, hey, I see what you're doing. I want to interview you. I want to do a podcast. Hey, I mean, I've done at least four 
interviews for, um, with Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire on um, Sirius XM Radio. Uh, it was my, um, it was her reaching out to me and, and my relationship that I developed with her that allowed me to um, present and participate at the BT Black Women's Expo. Um, it's just, it's opened a lot of doors. Um, the one challenge that I did begin to experience happened last year with COVID. I had several, um, I had several wellness events planned. It was called Collard Greens and Cornbread, a wellness experience. Okay. Um, that was dope. It was dope. I had some really great people on board uh, for presenting. Uh, I had a wonderful venue. And then COVID. And I was like, damn. And I had three events planned. I had one in Atlanta. The, the venue in Atlanta was, was dope. I had, um, was planning one in Los Angeles. And I had one planned in Jamaica. Payments already in. Flights already oh, like yeah. going. This is what we doing. So that's the, that's the one obstacle. And it, it, took, it took two years for that to, for that to be a thing. But, you know, like just from a business perspective, there really weren't any. It was just, it was the COVID thing. And I'm not going to lie, COVID has kind of knocked me on my heels. Um, I don't know how to recover uh, because I didn't get a chance to do those wellness events. Although I, there was like a big interest in them. It was really going to be a very dope thing. But I'm struggling with the idea of like the virtual thing. I don't really like that a whole lot. Um, you know, so anyway, I just keep talking. You didn't only ask me three questions and I <laughs> No, it's fine. I, I like peering into the mind of an entrepreneur because although like with you were saying you haven't really found this the message in what you went through with the eviction quite yet. I think there is because this interview is gonna reach out to people who've been affected by stuff like this. You know, uh, COVID has prevented people from working or they've had to cancel events they were banking on, you know, and entrepreneurs, yeah. that's how a lot of people make their money. So someone is going to hear that and hearing that you're still here is going to inspire someone still. So a lot of times we look for confirmation in our testimony within ourselves, but a lot of times it has nothing to do with us. It's for the other person. So just something to keep in mind. So let's let's move on because because I, I like where you're thinking and I, I like the vibe that you're giving. So I want to know, in a personal standpoint, how do you manage to balance like your, I guess, what it is to run a business like your 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 work life in a sense, and your personal life. So how do you manage to balance those two? Um. So the first thing that I needed to do, because, because of my reason for starting this business, it all ran together for me. Mm. And so that, that was a learning curve. Um, if, it, it, if it would have been like literally anything else, I think I would have had a slightly different understanding, a slightly different experience. But because this was so tied to my daughter's health, it, was, it just ran together. Um, so for me, I had to learn 
to separate the two. And the way that I did that um, was by removing her from the equation, as weird as that might sound. Mm. She was definitely what was the motivating factor. Um, However, one of the things that I'm constantly saying within the group, especially when we have women who come in and they're trying to um, find a way to transition themselves or transition their families or just start making better um, um, health decisions for themselves is to identify your why. Without a why, you can't achieve anything. Like you have to have a firmly grounded why. And I had made my why my daughter. She couldn't be my why because one day she was sick, one day she wasn't, one day I liked her, one day I didn't, one day I like, I mean, just giving a rip. You know what I'm saying? So she couldn't be my wife, but for like the whole year, she was my wife. And so I was like going back and forth with my interest, honestly, in the whole thing because her life was up and down. So because her life was up and down, it caused my life to be up and down, which then caused my business mind to go up and down. So um, I had to remove her from the equation because even though she may have been what started it, what pushed me along was the opportunity to bring Black women together in one place and talk about things concerning health and wellness. I do something on Wednesdays called, um, it's, it's a Wednesday event post, super popular. Um, where you can just come in and vent. It ain't got shit to do with veganism. But what it does have to do with is your wellness. Mm. It has to do with your wellness. You cannot have complete healing. You cannot be whole. Any of those things, unless you are address- addressing your mind, your body, and your spirit, because they're cohesive, they work together. You can, that is, it is like people who go and get um, the weight loss surgery. And this isn't, you know, people do what they need to do in the time that they need to do it. So this isn't one of those things. However, and a lot of people who've had the surgery talk about this. You have these physical experiences, you're losing this weight now, but the mental is still stuck Mm -hmm. at the person who had bad eating habits. And those bad eating habits maybe were had to do with emotional stuff or traumas or whatever. So unless you fix those, you're still in your mind the fat person. Yep. I get you're it. still the unhealthy, you're still that person. So it became like super important for me to make sure that we weren't just addressing nutritional stuff, but that we were addressing mental stuff. Um, so I had over the course of time, like things have changed over time, just trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. But over time, I've had a nutritionist that would come in every week and um, do a live. I had um, a naturopathic doctor who would come in and do a live. I had a therapist who would come in and do a live. Um, And so anyways, um, for me personally, and this won't be everybody's story, 
I, I had to separate my why and figure out exactly what my why was. Now that might apply to everyone, um, understanding what your why is. Um, but I think that uh, you definitely have to draw a line in the sand and there has to be a separation from what you do in your personal life and what you do in your business life because the two are not the same. I would never hire a family member because I don't see how that ever works out for people. And to me, that is meshing business with personal. It's just like selling to your friends. And for whatever reason, they don't want to pay you what you worth. They want to give you the, well, can I get it? No, <laughs> no, you cannot. Right. So I think that the lesson is that you have to make a clear separation between your personal life and your business life if you're going to be successful in either. I love it. I love it. That's going to... It's going to kind of play into my next question because you're talking about things that have to do with long-term. So where would you like to see yourself in Vegan Soul Sisters in one year, in three years, and then in 10 years? This this, 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 this one is a hard one. Um, one of my favorites. <laughs> it's, it's a hard one. Um, if you would have asked me things are different in my mind in this uh, post-COVID world and I don't think that um, I figured it out yet mm -hmm. um, I'll give you the pre-COVID world response and that would be um, a year I saw um, a year from last year I saw retreats definitely those three retreats maybe four um happening every year same time collard greens and cornbread a wellness experience everywhere i saw um myself um, having ambassadors in east i have fifty thousand women in my group um and they're all over the world um so i saw myself having ambassadors all over the world and being able to travel to those places and have meet and greets and sit down with sit downs with women and bring along women in those areas who were naturopathic doctors and therapists and nutritionists so mm -hmm. that we're giving a full well-rounded experience to people um and um three years from that point i saw uh more books um and uh, definitely the continuation of those retreats. Um, 10 years? Um, how old am I? 43, 53, 10 years? Um, managing all of that, but maybe a little bit distantly. Um, having other people stand up. Um, and, and, and take a bigger role in things, but obviously still, you know, controlling every aspect of it. But um, having the opportunity to enjoy life at that point, I'll be 53. I don't think I'll wanna work as hard at 53. Um, but um, more books, mm. definitely more books, yeah. I think that's a fair, 
goal. And just because it's a pandemic, I know it may throw a wrench in it. You know, it just, it may benefit you because one thing that I've noticed about the pandemic is people are itching always to go outside. And so with not being able to attend this event, when it does come to fruition, I'm pretty confident it will pop. I, I think it will do quite well especially with the following, because I I spied your page for a while. I got in and I just went through it and just checked the interaction, the views, the the comments. People are really for you. Like you really have a following, like for real. Well, yeah, you have no idea. Because even like some of the things that I've gone through personally, um, and I'm a pretty candid and open person, I, but I would just, I would have people, women message me with um, just encouraging messages. Mm-hmm. I had one woman start um, a GoFundMe for me a few years ago. Um, and they gave, like they gave. And then that was, it was a lesson. It taught me a thing. It taught me a thing about business. To be a good entrepreneur, you want people to buy into you. Mm. I do a lot of things. I sell shirts. I have a bunch of different designs. I have a book. I have things. I sell vegan makeup. People are bought into me. Not the things that I, that I have that I can sell them. They're bought into my vision. Mm. Um, they know especially my longtime members, that there are things that what I stand for and things that I don't stand for. They know that I'm going to come to bat for them when it comes to certain things. They know what to expect from me. So much so that the group kind of runs itself. Um, women will come in and be like, oh, no, nah, Mama T wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> that, that ain't it. <laughs> and so you know, a lot of times I don't even have to come in and say anything because they got a handle. Um, I have 10 admins, I think, right now. And I've take, taken a lot of breaks over the past two years just to kind of um, work on my own mental health. Mm. And I'm grateful because these women run my group. They, they run it. Like, they run, run the group. Uh, I step in every now and again just to kind of make sure that things are cohesive. But I take, I take all my breaks um, and probably some <laughs> I don't need to take. Um, but that's the thing that I learned. If you are a person of integrity, um, you have a message. People buy into you. It's not. It, it isn't the product itself. I love it. It's, I love it. When you, you, especially when it comes to small businesses. I, I love it because when you're, like I said, when you're genuine and your motives are clear, people respect it. So kudos to you. Kudos to you. And uh, you. here's to 20 more admins because you'll have like 100,000 follows and you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. You know, maybe one day I might be an admin. You never know, you know. Maybe not, maybe not, because I, I ain't well, listen, trying to... you, you cannot join the women's group, but right. I do have a co-ed group, Vegan Soul Sisters, uh, and the men who love them. 
Ah, okay. That that that's me all day. I put yeah, my you application in ASAP. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I handle that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Mr. Mira, if anyone wanted to get in contact with you, what would be the best means of contact? Um, my website. Um, or they can reach out to me on any of the social media platforms. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I, mm. I'm, 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 I'm getting there um, with my business page on TikTok. But it's Vegan Soul Sisters, vegansoulsisters.com, Vegan Soul Sisters on um, Instagram and on Facebook. And Sisters is S I S T U H S. Love it. Love it. Well, Tamira, thank you so much again for doing this interview. This meant the world to me. I was really excited for this one all day. You know, you and I have been contacting back and forth and it's been a pleasure. So thank you for telling your story with our audience. You know, people really love to hear those who are still persevering and, you know, following what they believe in. So kudos to you. Thank you. This was nice. I appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you so much. Hey, that's no problem. Well, with that being said, this has been your boy, sir, Miss Tamira, Vegan Soul Sisters. You know what I'm saying? Go find her on Facebook, follow, find her on Instagram, shoot her an email, let her know she's doing great because we all need those affirmations. You feel me? So, with that being said, this is boy, sir. We out.